What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Chinese streaming platforms and chill? In Southeast Asia, Netflix has competition from Baidu's Yi and Tencent's WeTV. Published in Rest of the World, written by William Yuan Yi. Read to you by Cliff Larson. Most Western audiences might be unfamiliar with Xiao Zhan, the nationally beloved Chinese singer and breakout star of popular martial arts drama The Untamed. But in Southeast Asia, Zhan has amassed a large and dedicated fan base. The Xiaofeixia, or XFX, translated as Peter Pan's. In the Philippines, fans can connect over XFX Philippines group on Facebook, which has 20,000 members. In Indonesia, XFX fans can buy a red t-shirt emblazoned with the words Xiaofeixia Indonesia from e-commerce site Tokopedia. In Thailand, where John's fantasy drama Dao Luo, or Continent, is wildly popular, a video clip of a Thai papaya salad vendor went viral. It showed the vendor explaining to Chinese tourists in Mandarin that she had learned the language from watching the star on TV. Xiao Zhan's fame in Southeast Asia reflects the rising popularity of Chinese dramas and streaming services within the region, where revenues from video streaming are projected to reach 1.32 billion U.S. dollars in 2023. U.S. streaming platforms currently dominate the Southeast Asian market, buoyed by their expansive content budgets, wide selection, and Hollywood's enduring prestige. Netflix lead viewers in Singapore, Indonesia, Thailand, and the Philippines, and Malaysia, accounting for 42% of premium video viewing time across Southeast Asia. Disney Plus is the region's fastest-growing platform, having added 9.4 million new subscribers in the first quarter of 2023. But the scene shifted in 2019, when Chinese streaming platforms like Baidu, Yi and Tencent's WeTV entered Southeast Asia. They have since been vying for the share of the market, offering cheaper subscription fees, acquiring local competitors, and boosting the production of content that appeals to local audiences. China's state-backed Global Times has described Southeast Asia as the, quote, core market, unquote, for Chinese dramas. We're already growing fast with Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia, and Singapore as our highest-grossing markets, said senior ECE executive Yang Shanghua in 2021. In Thailand, the race is already tightening. Netflix has 24% of the streaming market, while WeTV has 22%. Crucial to the growing appeal of Chinese platforms is the fact that they offer significantly lower prices 
than U.S. streaming services. In Indonesia, for instance, 40% of streaming subscribers come from lower to middle class income brackets, making affordability an important factor to win over consumers. Among all the foreign streaming platforms in the country, ICE boasts the lowest fees, starting at just 67 cents a month. Netflix's cheapest subscription costs $4.42. Its high prices have impacted the streaming giant's subscriber base. In the first quarter of 2022, Netflix added 20% fewer new users in the Asia-Pacific compared to the year before. To increase their brand recognition in Southeast Asia markets, Chinese firms are also acquiring competitors and building local partnerships across the region. In 2020, social media giant Tencent acquired Malaysian streaming company iFlix. The same year, ICE launched a partnership with Malaysia broadcaster Astro, which allows Astro to hold ICE's content on its streaming platform. It also hired a former Singaporean diplomat to lead its expansion into Southeast Asia. The moves have already paid dividends. In 2021, ICE became Malaysia's most downloaded streaming app. Chinese streaming services have also ramped up production of local language content, especially short film web series beloved by their high-quality plots packaged into easily digestible formats. In 2022, WeTV released over 40 local productions in Southeast Asia tailored to local tastes. These included the popular Indonesian show My Lecturer, My Husband, about a young woman thrust into an arranged marriage with a university lecturer, and another one called The Wife, a Thai drama series about a woman who must navigate the challenges posed by her wealthy, unfaithful husband and his mistresses. This localization strategy has proved popular with Southeast Asian audiences. In the first quarter of 2023, 46% of users streamed local shows. Chinese streaming platforms may also have an advantage over their American counterparts in the face of increasing government censorship. For the United States companies, who must reconcile values of free speech and expression with economic interests, censorship directives from government pose further challenges. Netflix has pledged not to censor specific artists or voices in the U.S., but has also said it will be abiding by local laws in foreign countries, even when we disagree with them, unquote. Between 2016 and 2021, the platform blocked at least 10 titles in Southeast Asia. It also removed scenes depicting Chinese nine-line, which demarcates Beijing's claim over parts of the South China Sea. From the Australian political thriller Pine Gap, following complaints from the Philippines that the scenes violated its sovereignty. On the other hand, Netflix also faces backlash for complying with censorship requests. Activists and human rights groups denounced the platform when it took down an episode of American comedian Hassan Minhaj's show Patriot Act in Saudi Arabia. The episode had been critical of the Saudi Crown Prince's alleged role in the killing of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. Chinese streaming platforms do not face the same scrutiny, 
given that they already comply with government censorship requests in their home country. Seen in this light, their growing influence across Southeast Asia could have alarming implications for creative expression in the region. In 2022, the Chinese government had asked Ichii and Tencent Video to remove scenes featuring a lesbian character in the sitcom Friends. These practices are easily transferable to Southeast Asia. Last September, Ichii temporarily blocked access in Singapore to several TV shows, already banned in China, that depicted same-sex relationships in compliance with domestic laws. Though the United States streaming service still lead the market in Southeast Asia, the aggressive expansion strategies of Chinese companies could prompt the status quo to change. China's internet juggernaut Tencent has explored the possibility of acquiring ETE, a potential merger of China's two streaming giants and their combined audience base would no doubt pose a challenge to the dominance of Netflix and other American platforms in the region, even more than it already does. Fierce competition for video streaming services is likely to intensify in years to come. You've been listening to Chinese Streaming Platform and Chill? In Southeast Asia, Netflix has competition from Baidu's Ichii and Tencent's WeTV. Published in Rest of the World, written by William Yuan Yi. The mission for the rest of the world challenges expectations about whose experiences with technology matter. We connect the dots across a rapidly evolving digital world through on-the-ground reporting in places typically overlooked and underestimated. Read to you by Cliff Larson.